Welcome to Sports Cash, a space to discuss sports and money. I'm your host, KD. And this is your host, Vlad, Mr. ESPN. Cash Crew, we're back for another week. We're going to have a lot of great discussions on this episode. But before we do that, how you feel, Vlad? I'm good. Welcome back to another week's episode. This week, we got a little bit of something different this week. This is going to be the start of what we call our 101 series, which is going to consist of athletes, trainers, entertainers, all dealing with the sports industry, giving us a behind-the-scenes, in-depth look on what's going on in the sports industry. And this week, we have a special guest, once again, back again, from Atlanta, also from Chicago, because he has two homes now, um, <laughs> from the Chicago Bears, uh, DB Kendall Vildor. How you yes, doing? Sir. Doing good, man. Glad to be back, man. Glad to be back. Welcome back. Yes, sir. Definitely. So this week, we're going to dive in into more of the back, behind-the-scenes things you guys don't see on ESPN, the things you guys don't see on TV, of what's going on with a professional athlete's day-to-day and career. So... This week's guest, of course, like I announced again, we have Kendall Vildor, defensive back for the Chicago Bears, going into his second year, just wrapped up his rookie year, um, and he's been honored to come on our show this week to talk about the whole experience from beginning to now and everything in between. So let's go ahead and jump right in. Um, currently, you know, you're right now playing for the Chicago Bears. Um, you just wrapped up your first year, but let's take it back a couple of years. Um, let the you know audience know where you came from, um, what high school you played for, and you know your journey just through your high school years. Yeah, um, grew up in College Park, Georgia, and went to North Clayton High School. Um, the crazy thing is, I didn't even play football my freshman year at, in high school. I was for some reason I fell in love with basketball for something I don't even know why. But then um, going into my sophomore year. Going out there in the spring, fell back in love with it. Um, my sophomore year spring, we're doing really good. We had a new coach, um, brand new coach and everything like that. They had me playing safety, and I was just balling, making plays, and the sky was the limit for me. Sosa, right? Yep, Coach Sosa we had. Coach Sosa, yeah, he was um, big on me. He made me a captain as a 10th grader, so I had a big chip on my shoulder. Just wanted hold, on, to prove. hold on, So you went from not playing freshman year to be the <laughs> captain. Sophomore year. Yep, yeah, it was crazy, man. There's a lot of things to mm-hmm. be said back in those days about yep. Coach Sosa, but one thing he knew, he knew who his best players were. That's yep. for sure. Wow. Yep. And it was so crazy. Like, my sophomore year, we only had, like, 25. I don't, I don't even think we even had 30 players on the team, so we had a small team, man. So we were just scrapping and fighting, just trying to win games and stuff like that, and um, just trying to get players to come out there and help us win and everything. So it was real tough for us. Junior year, got a little better and stuff like that, but and over time, we did what we did, and it was a it was a fun journey, man, just playing in North Clay and all the friends I met and everything like that, the big support system that they have. So it was real fun. Definitely. So because you guys have a small team, I'm assuming you play both sides of the ball, correct? Yeah, yeah. What positions did you play? I play um, receiver, sometimes even a little quarterback. So, I mean, back then, like now, thinking about it, it's like, how did I even do that, man? Because <laughs> I was like, now it's like – there's no way I think I can even do that. Yeah. But um, just looking back on it, uh, how I was able to do that, it was just going out there having fun, man, just doing what I do, playing ball at the end of the day. So, it was, yeah, it was real fun. Yeah, you remember, uh, he actually was a kicker, too. Yep. Kicker at one <laughs> point, did yeah. you do kickoff and punt returns? Yeah, I think I did kickoff. 
came with them what which year probably was sophomore year punter. I was the punter too. Yeah, the punter. Running, running fake punts. You know, I, I ain't really punter. I just run the fake punts. <laughs> they said so they're gonna keep really their best player the on the field. Yeah, so I was on the field. The and how many minutes time. were in a per, per quarter in high school? Ten. Yeah, ten. If so I'm not mistaken, ten minutes. or twelve. Yep. Yep. Wow. Man, that's I don't know how you do it, man. I've been burnt out by game five of the season. Nah, when you're 15, 16, you can run around <laughs> all day. Not a big deal. You weren't worried about bills and then. <laughs> <laughs> so let's fast forward. So you went from North Clayton, and then from North Clayton, um, before college, how many how many offers or what schools were reaching mm-hmm. out to you your senior year? Um, I probably had about 17 or 20 offers. Um, I probably started getting them going into my senior year that spring and stuff like that. Jacksonville State was my first offer, and then they just started rolling in and in and in. And um, a couple of big schools um, showing love toward the uh, end of my football season at North Clay and like Wake Forest. Um, Georgia Tech was coming up to the school, Virginia, and everything like that. But ultimately, I ended up um, choosing Georgia Southern. So, mm, Okay. Any specific reason why Georgia Southern? Uh, close to home. And then it was a big opportunity for me to go in and possibly contribute and play early because they was losing um, a lot of people in their secondary and stuff like that. So they was in a way of building up the secondary, trying to find young guys to go in there and take over their roles. So I felt like it was a perfect opportunity for me, and it was close to home. So my family and friends um, still come see me say, and I can go home and everything like that. I like that. I like that. So right out the gate, you get your opportunity to play right away. Also, close to home, definitely get your family and friends to see you. Um, definitely have Great time those four years. I mean, that we did. Um, yeah, <laughs> saw a lot of football, a lot of games. Um, but from my memory, you know, um, the audience probably don't know this, but people say you are the reason why Trevor Lawrence got the chance to start. Let's talk <laughs> about that. Um, your junior year, I believe it was the first game of the season, correct? Uh, third, third, third. I'm sorry, yeah, third, third game, game of the season. Early on in the season, you get a big pick, the first play of the game against Kelly Bryant. And those Clemson Tigers, talk about that. This real quick, go through the play. What was going through your mind? Did you mm-hmm. did you read the quarterback eyes? Did you read the play? What made you yep. gamble? What made you jump? Yeah. I, I remember that play, mm-hmm. but let the audience know. Yeah, the crazy thing is, um, our defensive coordinator um, Scott Sloan, he he's still there as well. Like every morning before the game, he'll go over um, all the different formations that they do, just a little check up, just to make sure everybody's still on the same page and everything, just making thing everything correct. And um, he had bought out that specific play saying, like, when the tight end is right there and the wide receiver off the ball, that, that's a big screen alert. So I just kept that with me just going into the game. And then they showed it early, and I just – it clicked because we really literally just went over it. So when I seen it in my head, I already know, like, once I see the quarterback looking this way and the receiver going back, I'm just going to go. And I was just able to play fast, and then I was able to make the play. But I already knew it was coming, so it was easy for me to make. So – I think that's important to talk about, too, because uh, the way you broke down the play, I don't think people understand how the better athletes are are usually the students of the game. Like, they're not just out there playing off instinct. Mm -hmm. A lot of it, you you do have instinctual things that Mm -hmm. go on, but a lot of film study. Like, film study goes into it. You kept that with you, like you said. So. You don't want to be thinking too much out there, but exactly. when you recognize something, you got to act on yep, it. Yep, yep. And, and let it be what it be. If you didn't get the pick, you would have got a PBU. Yep. You know, so yep. people got to understand that, too. It's exactly. not just talent that's going to take you, especially at yep. the highest level. Yeah, because I know um, my DB coach, my junior coach, people who always say the game is, is worn from the neck up. So mm. always taking an extra time to study your film, study your opponent, to play off in the long run. Mm. 
Absolutely. And then let's fast forward a little bit. Your senior year, you get the opportunity to play against that high octane LSU Tigers. Obviously, they win won the national championship. Um, you you faced against Joe Burrows, um, Randy Mawson. Um, you played against um, Chase. Yeah. Um, was it both Jeff- Chases yeah. or um, Jamar and, and the one that got drafted this year and the, the other yeah. one that plays for Minnesota? Yeah, drafted yeah. With Justin Jefferson. and Jamar and Leonard Fournette's uh, brother. Yeah, he actually was there too. Yep. So mm-hmm. you played team. against a lot of yep. which now are pros. Exactly. Um, let's talk talk about that. I remember that game. Um, mm-hmm. One of the biggest games on you guys' calendar that year, your senior year. Um, I, I want to say at least 70,000 people in the stands. Oh, yeah, that thing for was that rocking. Game. First game of the <laughs> um, season, too. First game of the season, yep, in Baton Rouge. Um, how was it? Uh, I saw you across the field. You played a little bit of the right. You played a little bit of the mm-hmm. left. How was it matching up against these high-profile receivers? Yeah, it was um, real fun. I mean, going into that game, it was the first game of the season, and they had a completely new offense because they had a brand-new offensive coordinator that came from the Saints and stuff like that. So we really didn't know what they were going to run and everything like that. So – we finally got out there. They was running a little bit of everything out there, like stuff that I'm seeing now in the NFL. I, they, they was running in, in college that year. So on um, those guys like Jamar, Justin, and Burrow, I mean, they was clicking on all cylinders and everything, man. Those guys are really athletic, man. You can see they're do what they're doing right now in the NFL. So uh, it, it was a challenge and everything like that. But I was able to go out there and um, compete and show um, the different scouts what I can do and everything. So. So it was Jamar Chase on the left and Justin Jefferson on the right, correct? Mm-hmm. And then yeah, yeah. Moss and Justin, tight end. Yep, yep. Yeah. Justin played like a lot of slot too. So and I NFL offense bit. basically. Yeah, yep, it yep. was <laughs> crazy. I mean, those they all had all those guys in the NFL. Yeah, they had weapons all over the field. They did. Yeah, it was. Um, it was kind of. I think I remember that from that night. The fans weren't really that. Usually, like at Clemson, I know Clemson was talking. Big cash mm-hmm. when we were there, but uh, LSU. I think everybody was just happy first game of the season, right? Drunk, right. You know, yeah. so nobody was really talking trash. Mm-hmm. And it's Georgia Southern, so exactly. they were just like, you know, it is what it is. We didn't, we weren't really trying to. We we already winning. There's no reason to really make a big stink about it. But uh, yeah, that's funny. I, when you said he was going to ask him about this, I was like, do we really want to talk about that game? Because <laughs> if I recall the the, yeah, the score, a, the score, yeah, it was over I quick. think it was like Real 55 quick. to three. I think I that's what it was. So, exactly. but you guys were competing to the end for sure. I remember that. Yeah, that's for sure. Now, I think this is the part where a lot of people want to get some insight on because you don't really get to see this on TV. Um, you got invited to the combine. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't get invited to the combine to go to the draft, but you got your invitation. You went out to Indy and you performed. You put up big numbers. Killed it. Um, if I'm not mistaken, you actually ranked um, top ten in multiple categories yep. for your position. Yeah. Um. So and top three in in many of them as well. Mm-hmm. Correct. And I think one of the biggest one that stood out to a, a lot of people, also scouts, was your bench press. Mm-hmm. Um. So if you you know you just want to touch base on the combine. Um, just basically, how does the combine work a mm-hmm. little bit? Um, were you nervous? What mm-hmm. did you like about it, didn't like about it? And, um, you know, maybe some pros that you got to touch base on or talk to while you was there and yeah. how that led up to, mm-hmm. you know, where you are now in your career. Yeah, um, started first with at the actual combine training. Uh, I was able to train at um, Michael Johnson's performance in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a real, really good program that we worked out um, six times a week, working on agility, strength, speed. Um, position work as well so uh, shouts out to them uh, for giving me right for that opportunity to go to the combine and 
And the combine, it's real, real busy. I mean, everybody think you just show up and you do the drills and stuff like that. That's all they see. But behind the closed doors, it's meetings, medical. It's just a long process. And it's actually kind of draining it is because you got to get up early and stuff like that. But in the long run, it, it pays off when, you, when you're able to go out there and perform and show all your hard work playing off. So time-wise, real quick. Let's say one Start day. to end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we, I we got there on a Wednesday. Okay, and we didn't do the actual combine stuff to Sunday. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, so that was like kind of. And you're up at what time? Um, probably around seven o'clock. Like one day you might have the drug test. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to go to the medicals, go through all those different procedures. Like if you have any injuries, they're gonna check you out. If they got, might have to get an MRI. You know, those take almost an hour, so they got to get an MRI on you. That's gonna be another hour on top of what all you got to do extra and just so you just jumping from bus to bus uh-huh just meet, meetings with the teams all the coaches and stuff like that you know they want to talk to you get to know what kind of person you are so it's a real real long process it is man just to get to where to this next level and everything and i know they were checking on you too because of the tweaked ankle that yep, you had. yeah i had to get an mri on that you, you go in a room it's about 20 doctors in there, you just laying on the table and everybody touching on you, making sure. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. Everybody touching on you, making sure you're right. Because they, they about to invest their money into you, so they got to right, make sure that, you, that you're healthy. So it was crazy. All right. This quick question. Was there anyone there, whether offense or defense, that you maybe never played your four years at college or you never really seen live and you just saw him on the field and you were like, yo, that dude is a freak of nature or that dude's a beast? Any any athlete that mm-hmm. was there from Pro- your memory? Yeah, probably um, my friend Jeremy Chen. I, I had met him when I was training at MJP, and I never knew he He played at a small school at um, Southern, Southern Illinois. Illinois. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I never knew who he was, and so I started working out with him and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, this kid is crazy, man. 6'3", 220 pounds, went to the combine, ran 4'4", jumped 40-inch vertical, Jesus. 11 feet broad jump. I mean, it was crazy, man. Yeah, just to see. Him do that at his wow. size, man. That's why he went as size he did second round coming from that school, and he had a tremendous rookie year he did um, in Carolina. So, probably Jeremy Chen, man, he was a Jeremy real freaking nature. Which is crazy because now who they drafted, like, this exactly. is going to be JC, locked yeah, down. Uh-huh, JC uh-huh. and him. Uh-huh, that's going to be crazy. <laughs> yeah. All right. And I think, well, a month from there, the big day. Yep, draft. Unfortunately, you guys had the first COVID draft yeah. ever, um, <laughs> but you still got to experience it. Yeah. Um, how was it? Yeah. Nervous? Shoot. Yeah, just like the combine, man. Just a long process, long process man. Yeah, Nerve-wrecking. You don't know what's going to happen. Three days. You just, yeah, you just watching the TV, man. You just anxious. Just, you just ready to get the call and everything. So it was a long process, man, just sitting and waiting and waiting. And then when you finally get that call, it's like, She's finally over with, man. <laughs> just ready to go out and ball, man. So, yeah, it's a long process, man. But it was it's, it's worth it, though. Absolutely. Everyone now, had their job. You know, people were bringing in the food, uh, <laughs> the entertainment. But I yeah. think everyone was on one accord in terms of we all wanted to keep his spirits high. Yeah. We can tell. We've been around someone their whole life. You can tell the longer this war on yeah. you know we asking you know you straight he always gonna say yeah, i'm good i'm good but uh, you want to hear your name called so yeah. 
is is just wearing on, wearing on. I mean, we on our third outfit at this point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I don't know how many more. I got. <laughs> so like, if the camera's finna come and see us, we gotta be. <laughs> we yeah, on white right. tees at this point. So it's just like it was. It was cool to to see that behind the scenes too, because then when I remember, you remember. I don't know if you remember the the actual moment. When the call came in, talk about that yeah. actual moment. I mean, I'm, I'm a, I'm yeah. a, I want to hear yours, and uh-huh. then I'm gonna tell you how it felt on my side. Yeah, I, I mean, it felt like it was unreal, man. Like seeing the phone actually ring, and I'm looking at it. It say like a Philadelphia number. I'm like, is this the Eagles or something like that? <laughs> I so wish. I, <laughs> so that I figured the phone. Work. It was on the head coach, Coach Nagin. He was just talking to me and stuff like that. And I was just like, yeah, man. I already don't even remember what he said. I'm just like, I know he. I'm getting the car right now. <laughs> and then after that, I hung up. I just told everybody with the bears, and then just going to hug my mom and everything like that. And then that's when all the emotions just came out out of nowhere. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember, man, because uh, Od was there and his his girls yeah. were there too. Yeah. So they, you know, at the time they were much younger than they were. I mean, a year younger, but you know, Hazel was the one making all the noise mm-hmm. and stuff. And so. She, the, when the phone call came in, like I, I don't know who was sitting next to you. I think it was um, it was Coach next to you, mm-hmm. Coach Hill. Yeah, and then a little ways away, uh, it was me. Od was behind you. Yeah, Od. And then you had um, Bird. Oh my gosh, I can't remember his name. Is it? Is it? It's my um, Bird song, Justin. No, not Bird. I'm thinking about the other DB from Georgia just State. Oh, uh, Quay. 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 I was yeah. gonna say Quest. Quay. So Quay was there too, and we were just kind of waiting. When the call came in, we all looked at everybody. It was like, shh, 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 shh. <laughs> and then it just cracked me up because Hazel don't know what's going on. She's like, and if you look at the video, mm-hmm. I'm hoping everybody that's listening to the podcast go back to the video. You'll hear her in the background, like, because her mom trying to hush her up, and she's like, no, you know, she's trying to play. <laughs> she don't know what's going uh-huh. on. So it felt like just time stood still. Mm-hmm. And while he's on the phone, we just just <laughs> hush. And then the moment came, he tongue up, and he said. It's the best. Let's get it, bro. <laughs> we went crazy. Crazy. Because I'm like, Chicago? Man, I ain't never been to Chicago. That is the wildest part. It was surreal. It was surreal. Yeah, yeah. Last question before we move on. At what moment did you know the NFL was within reach? Was it high school? Was it mm, good question. first year of college, last year of college? Was it mm-hmm. draft day? Yeah. I mean, I feel like in high school, like, you think about it, but you really don't really just be mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, NFL, NFL. But uh, I'll probably say during my sophomore year, um, when I started playing a lot, got to start the last five games and everything like that. Was oh, making, high school or college? Um, college. Okay. And I was making a lot of plays and everything like that. And I know one coach, his name was um, Coach Bastion. I think he's actually a cornerback coach at Marshall now, if I'm not mistaken. And he was just like, man, you keep doing what you do, man. You're going you gonna to make it and stuff like that. So, Going into my junior year, had a real big junior year, and that's when Absolutely. all the Very all big. the accolades and stuff like that was coming in, and everybody was just finally noticing who I am. So I'm like, that's when I was like, oh yeah, this thing probably finna get real, and people was actually trying to see if I was um, going to come out and stuff like that mm-hmm. and everything. So I had to make a decision on that. So that's around that time when I knew it was it was finna happen. So I know you just said one one more before we go into the break, but speaking of that, what made you not go out that year? Because you mm-hmm. was hot. At that time, um, yeah, and people and thought that you were gonna, gonna come out. out. Yeah, um, really, the grade they had like a low grade on me coming out. Mm. So I was, I mean, I know I could have improved it with like a good combine, so like I did, like I had my senior. 
But I just thought if I just come back, mold up a little bit more, get invited to the senior bowl and stuff mm-hmm. like that, that can even help me um, get noticed even more. So that would play a big part of me coming that's back. That's crazy because most people wouldn't have bet on themselves or mm-hmm. it would have backfired on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you came, you had a great hot junior year. You think, hey, ride the wave, go right into the draft. But yeah. some people say if you go back for another year, you might not have a great year. Mm-hmm. You actually topped it. You made mm-hmm. senior bowl your yeah. last year. Conference team, yeah. Defensive team, yeah. You, if I'm not mistaken, you was one of the um, leading DBs and tackles, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you got drafted, yeah. Exactly. So, I think, I think, if anything, you made the right decision. Definitely, yeah. Um, a lot of people going just for saying one more year to season yourself. Yeah. A lot of people saying like, was it a fluke? The mm, year before, yeah. was it a fluke? Can you do it again? Can you do it again? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So we're gonna take a quick break. Pay some bills, and we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you in part by Sneaker Broker. Do you have a favorite sneaker that you've been waiting on, but it's sold out everywhere, including online? Shop with Sneaker Broker, a premium sneaker dealer based in Atlanta. They'll take care of you and try to find you whatever you need. Find out more by visiting their Instagram at S-N-K-R underscore broker. That is at S-N-K-R underscore broker to find out more. All right, we're back again after our break. Let's go into some questions. Rapid fire or some things that we want to get into. The things that everyone wants to know. I know I have one question that I know everyone wants to know, but go ahead, Vlad. You can start with your questions. So when all said and done, right? You know, you play your 10-plus years in the league. You're a vet now, and your career is winding down. What would you want under your resume, as a football player at least, mm-hmm. be when they see Kendall Vendor? I'd probably say, I mean, the main one is getting that Super Bowl ring. Man, I feel like playing the NFL, that's really, really tough, getting that Super Bowl ring because it's, a, it's, a, it's truly a team effort, and everybody has to be um, clicking on all cylinders. So, that would be a huge accomplishment. I mean, that would be that would be crazy, man. I feel like all the individual, individual stuff would take care of itself and just me going out there, putting my talents on display and just doing what I do. And I know individual accolades will come when it comes. So, But most importantly, so that no Super Bowl Bowls, ring. no defensive player of the year? Bro, yeah, that, that I mean, is going to come. You got one on your come. team. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, it's going to be yeah. hard to take that away from yeah, him. Look, He's been the previous one. Yeah, but. looking up, just following him too, seeing what he's doing, just trying to make my footsteps like his. So. Well, I'll give you my predictions for you. Minimum five-time Pro Bowler. All-Pro, yeah. minimum three times. Defensive team, five times. Five times or more in the playoffs. Super Bowl. And that's my predictions for you. Yeah. And 10, 10, 10 years plus in the That sounds good. That sounds real good. <laughs> I can tell you that 10 years, that was something that was said by – his mm-hmm. agent, shout out to Kevin yeah, and Rob, yeah, yeah. you know, Universal Family. Um, but he said that already. He said, um, we had a conversation during your pro day. It was me, Coach Lunchford, and Kevin. And we were just sitting there talking, and Kev was like, yeah, he's a 10-year pro already. The way he – and he was, yeah. he was raving about your um, – when you went to Dallas. Mm-hmm. He was like, man – I'll tell you what, I've had some prima donnas before, you know, people that don't want their yogurt because they got strawberries in it. But I literally dropped him off at the airport 
And then I didn't hear from him. I was actually wondering if he was still alive. <laughs> but he took care of business. He understood this was a business trip. So um, a lot of those things, man. That 10-year vet, that's probably, he's, he's carrying himself like he's a 10-year vet already. Absolutely. Working out every day. Trying to get it in. Every day. You don't miss a day. <laughs> um, so now, you played your full, your first full season. Got the rookie rust off you. Mm-hmm. Everybody say in the NFL, your second year is over, your sophomore slump, but I don't mm-hmm. believe in that. Tell me, what's predictions for you and your team mm-hmm. second year going in, 2021-2022 season? Yeah, team, I feel like we're going to build off what we um did last year, how we was um, clicking on all cylinders early Absolutely. on in the year. Especially started at off, the end. Yep, started off good, yep, and at the end. So, I think we're going to build off that. Um just trying to get back to those playoffs, man. Because once you get in there, it's, it's a it's a anybody's game, man. It, it, no no records, all the records out the door and stuff yep. like that. So zero and zero. Just make sure we get into the playoffs and stuff like that. So and um, just me individually, um, I got a big opportunity to come in and play. Um, we we got um, with the new stuff with the cap and stuff like that. We had to release um, some players and everything like that. So I'm just ready to come in and just show. The coaches and everybody else that um, what I can do and what I'm capable of, and that's being a starter in this league. So um, that's what I hold myself to, and that's what I'm working forward to. Okay. So your team had a good draft this year. You guys made a big splash. Yeah. Not just draft, man. Off season was fantastic. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, people just because there's so many things that happen, people forgot Marquis Goodwin. Yep, yep. yep. Like they mm-hmm. they got they got some players now for so sure. Now, I think it's safe to say Chicago's not a defensive team only. Mm-hmm. Facts. If you look on the other side of the ball, you guys got Montgomery at the running back position. You got Allen Robinson. You got Marquise Goodwin. And now the big acquisition that everybody's um, waiting to see is Justin Fields mm-hmm. um, is your new quarterback. Yeah. Um, I know you're not on the offensive side of the ball, but I'm pretty sure being his teammate, um, this is something to be happy to look forward to. Another young guy um, from Georgia just like you. Yeah. Um, actually – up the way from me, down the street, went to school down the street from where I live. Um, so, very, very exciting. Obviously, he's 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 one of my favorite players in this draft. I'm a Ohio State fan. Um, but also, you know, he did play. He's a Georgia native. Um, let's speak on that. How do you feel about your new your new teammate, your new quarterback, yeah, Justin yeah. Fields? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy and I'm excited for him, man. I mean, I know he's going to come in with that chip on his shoulder, man. Because I, I, I feel he, he, I know he feel like a lot of teams slept on him, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these other quarterbacks going in front of him. He um, is a great quarterback himself, man. So I know he's going to have that chip on his shoulder and just ready to prove everybody wrong. Uh, wrong. And I know that's going to be fueled his fire. And I'm excited to see what he does. I know he's going to do great things, man, just because of that. And he's just an awesome quarterback and football player. So that's going to be real interesting to see how he does, man. And I'm excited for him. Starts in camp, man. You got to beat out the people that are in front of him just because, you you know, they drafted him. They love him. doesn't mean anything because yep, yep. it's a prove-it league. Yep. And, and what have you done for me lately? Yep. Um, Chad Lunsford started – he actually started letting you guys know that before. Before you got to the league, when was the acronym? Mm-hmm. What's important now? Yep. And so what's important now, Justin Fields, is put up or shut up time. Yep. You got to win that role. Absolutely. I think that's the expect expectations now for the Chicago Bears. Um, you guys have a superb defense. And for the most part, most of your pieces are coming back again this year. You guys definitely revamped that offense. Um, you got your quarterback. 
You added another weapon alongside um, Allen Robinson on the receiver position. Montgomery's coming back. He had a big year last year. Um, I think, honestly, especially if Mr. A-Rod leaves your division, you guys have a great mm-hmm. chance this year to win the division, make the playoffs, and make a run in the playoffs. I think there's probably two or maybe three teams that can definitely, you know, obviously, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, you got Tampa coming yeah, back again, the reigning Super Bowl champs. Um, you have Seattle, as long as Russell Wilson stay there. And um, you'll have Green Bay, yeah. obviously, if Aaron Rodgers stay there. But if Aaron Rodgers leave, I hope he – I know most of you guys are going to pray that he goes to the <laughs> AFC. But <laughs> if he leaves, I think the division is up the grass between you guys and Minnesota yeah. possibly. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, you so. guys definitely have some work cut out for you guys. But the way I see the Chicago Bears constructed this year – Definitely a team in the NFC to not sleep on. Mm-hmm. Definitely, for sure. So let's dip into the speed round. We got a bunch of questions to ask um, that, you know, 30-second answers. 30 seconds to a minute. Mm-hmm. Just get straight to it. All right, five. Is it five of them that you have? Yeah, five mm-hmm. questions. Okay, go ahead. Question number one. Give us five previous or present receivers you would like to match up against. I'll probably say Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, going back, Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco. Mm. <laughs> uh, let's see who else we got. Good one. Odell. Woo. Do y'all guys play the Browns this we year? We actually do. We actually do. So oh. as, 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 and he'll oh. be back. He'll be back yeah, off yeah, injury. Back. injury. Oh, man. Mm. You want to match up against him? Hopefully. Okay. <laughs> let's see. Um, Chad, oh, um, Calvin Johnson. Ooh, Megatron. Megatron. Can't get it no, no, him. no. Pause right there. Megatron's my favorite player. Not not favorite player, but wide receiver of all time. Mm-hmm. If Megatron was playing right now, just real quick, how would you match up against him? Because obviously, no offense, but he has the frame and the height. Mm-hmm. Would you get physical with him? Would you use speed? Like, yeah, I, I'll probably play a little soft off cover because I feel like um, he, he he wouldn't be able to outrun me and everything like that. So I'll just but you know use my speed. Four, and he a four four with no cleats. So did he? <laughs> no cleats and a broken foot. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's gonna have to be best man win. Man, it's gonna be, a, like it's gonna be a good one. Like <laughs> At the end, what wins? Technique, <laughs> right? And then give us your last one, number five. Number five probably be Jerry Rice, old school. He was See what bad. he looking like. Them hips. So yeah, definitely. I like that. I like that. You got to be different to come out of the HBCU and still balling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, Mississippi Delta. That's where he went. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next question: Your five favorite DBs of present or past? I gotta go first. Brent Grimes, real mm. explosive former Atlanta Falcon to I like that. And Miami Bucks, underrated. Yep. Um, right now, I like to watch Davius White. Trey. Um, Marshawn Lattimore as well. I'll probably say I actually been watching um Darius Williams, the other cornerback from um LA, number thirty one, had like a real good year. He had about four picks, small guy, not that big, but just seeing his play aggressive, making plays all over the ball. And last one, Dion. Can't mm-hmm. can't forget about Dion. Absolutely. Prime time. Prime time. All right. Um Three quarterbacks you would like to face against, whether you played them already mm-hmm. or oh, – I'm sorry, whether they retired already, you played them already, or you will play them mm-hmm. in the future. 
I probably say Matt Ryan, just because I grew up in Atlanta. We play, I, we played him last year, but I didn't really play um much deep, much defense um early in the season. I, I actually really want to go against Matt Ryan. Pick off the hometown. <laughs> um, Cam Newton, just could be from the same area and everything I like, like that. that. Played on his seven seventeen and everything, and probably Le- Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. And we actually played mm-hmm. at Ravens this year too, I believe. So wow, mm. yeah. You getting a lot of uh, a lot bucket out. list stuff yeah. that you get to check off real <laughs> yeah. quick. I like that. Last but not least, a defensive lineman, a linebacker, two DBs, all right. and two safeties that you, right, whether so past or present, that you play with all time. And you said D line, linebacker, and another corner because obviously you played okay, the okay. and then two safeties. Okay, D line. Aaron Donald off the rip. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> uh, linebacker probably be Luke Keekley. All time? Come yeah. on, you you pick some people in the past. Luke Keekley's yeah, tough. I, I like Luke. He's tough, I like but Luke. I mean, I like no Luke. Ray Lewis. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Ray Lewis. I feel like he kind of knows old Patrick school. Patrick Willis. Who Keekley? No, um, Ray Lewis, old school. Just yeah. wanna. I feel like Luke can might. Well, Ray Lewis is fast too, though. But I mean, yeah. buffing him up there for sure. Okay. Luke Keekley, he real smart too. I mean, he calling out the plays before. Yeah, you already know what's coming. For sure. Oh, let me see. Safety. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing that video. Uh, him and Cam, Cam, yeah. <laughs> you watch the film, huh? Watch this. <laughs> you playing right side or left side? I'm playing on the left side. So who's going to play on the right side? Let's see who's going to play with me. Darrell Revis. Revis Island. Darrell Revis. Mr. Yeah. I Trapped. <laughs> Okay, yeah, let me and see give my safeties. Last but not least, your 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 safety nets, your two safeties in the back. Ed Reed. Mm. And probably I'm going somebody like Bob Sanders. Small, safety. So we got we got we got the coverage. Yeah, the big pick, hitter. Uh-huh. And the hit. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say Troy Palomalu. Forgot about Troy Palomalu. Yeah. yeah. Man. But but Bob Sanders tough uh-huh. for yes. many many years. Yeah. He was the one anchored that defense with um, another guy. Oh my gosh, I can't remember. He was on D line, and uh, I I just remember his face from when uh, we went we were touring trying to get um, agent signed mm-hmm. with the agent. He was on the wall. I just can't remember oh, okay, what his okay, name okay. is right now. But I'll figure it out. Continue. <laughs> well, that's all the questions we got for you. We appreciate you coming through. Now you guys got inside scoop on the journey of Mr. Kendall Vildor from yeah. early age, early amateur time in his career to now a professional with the Chicago Bears. We appreciate you coming on our show, giving some insight to our audience. And again, be sure to stay tuned to future episodes as we continue on with our one-on-one series, as we dive and dig deep into different athletes, scouts, trainers, and coaches, and give you insight on all the stuff that happens behind the scenes. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, and see you next time. One thing, just one thing, my bad, I meant to ask this earlier. Oh, yeah. Just one thing, if you could talk to the young DB right now that's in high school, just starting out, what advice would you give to them? And that'll be, mm-hmm. you'll have the last word, and then we'll, we'll head out after that. Paul is a... Make sure you're doing good in school. I mean, it, it start with the books. If, mm-hmm. if you got your grades doing good, you can do anything, man. When the coaches come and everything, or you 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 don't have nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. And that, and I'll probably just say, start on that technique early. I mean, I didn't, I pretty really didn't really start focusing on my technique for real, for real, probably until like sophomore year in college. I mean, and I'm able to do what I do now. But I feel like if I was to maybe start even earlier, 
I mean, could have even probably went to a bigger school or different things like that. So really focus on that technique. And if you got your position, make sure you, you focus on that and, and get it down pat. And then now it's a lot of different trainers out right now that you can go ahead and work on that game. Because yeah, growing up, I, we didn't really have all that. But you got to take advantage of all your resources, man, because it's a lot out right now. Yeah, there you have it. Heard it from a professional himself, so let you guys know that if you got your mindset on your goal, you definitely can make it. And for all athletes out there, whether DBs, basketball, football, swimming, lacrosse, um, tennis, hey, this man said himself he wasn't the number one recruited person, but now he's a professional and he is where he is now. So, again, thanks for listening to this episode, and we catch you next time. All right, Cash Crew, till next time. What's up, Cash Crew? This is KD. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. Be sure to find us on social media at sports underscore cash underscore. And if you haven't already, subscribe to us on YouTube at Sports Cash Podcast. And don't forget to hit that notification bell.